Hey folks, welcome back to the Culture Jacked Podcast. My name is Dustin. I'm going to be your host today. Uh, this is, you might have noticed, there's no intro music. Like how unprofessional might you get, Dustin? And I'll tell you how unprofessional I might get. I'm on a break right now. This is this is the Culture Jacked Spring Break. We're taking a, a few weeks off. We're taking all of March off, in fact. And I've been kind of broadcasting that fact for the last, oh shoot, maybe month, month and a half, two months even. I don't know if it's been, I don't know if it's been that long, uh, but I have been talking about it and that's why I, I, I don't really have a topic in mind. I haven't prepared anything. I have not written anything. I haven't even bulleted out anything and it almost feels like a real weird time to be doing a podcast at all with everything that is going on in the world right now with the the attack on Ukraine by Russia, um, more specifically by Vladimir Putin. And it just feels bizarre. Now, if, if you are one that is uh, a person who will get triggered by like, you know, things of an existential nature. I know I've given this disclaimer on podcasts before. Uh, if you if you get really worried and really anxious, I am I am going to talk a little bit about this stuff because it's, it's on my mind. It's on my mind and it's on a lot of people's mind right now. And it does seem so bizarre to be living in a in such a place of uh, luxury and comfort where there are, are people that are being bombed in their apartment buildings. There are people that have taken refuge in subways, tunnels, bunkers, have fled their own country, don't know where their next meal is going to come from, don't know if they're going to survive an onslaught. It, soldiers conscripted to war that they wanted no part in. It, it's it's so bizarre and I feel, I feel strangely like guilty about it. Um, and then also like appreciative as well. Now th this is not the first conflict that we have seen that I have been around in my life. Of course, you know, at the, the tail end of the, the cold war, I was a baby, you know, I wasn't paying much attention during the cold war, but there is that, that, potential of a nuclear conflict out of this. Now, depending on how world leaders handle it and how aggressions are framed and whether Putin is given a way out of this that does not involve his victory, but also does not involve him losing too much face or the economy tumbling too far in, in Russia because of all the sanctions that are being put on it. Uh, I, I can imagine like my, my parents and people during the Cold War, how they must have felt. And when you think about a nuclear threat, when you think about bombs falling this way and that way and them bombing us and them bombing them and, and the zigzag of a mutually assured destruction across the globe, you can't help but start to ponder on what's important. You're studying for a degree. That's that's great. You are getting ready to start a business. That's wonderful. You've just completed your book. But what if there's no tomorrow for any of humanity? Then what should you be doing? 
You should be hugging the people that you care about. Like I was thinking if there, if the bombs started falling and I was able to make it home, that's where I'd want to be. I'd want to be with my family. I'd want, I'd want to laugh and smile and tell some jokes as the lights went out on this species. Or, you know, I mean, potentially. I talked about uh, zombie apocalypses a few weeks ago with Dan and uh, a, a nuclear apocalypse would not be a, a pleasant one. So there's like the Cold War thing and then the Iraq War. I was a teenager still when the Iraq War kicked off. And so, you know, for good or bad, I wasn't paying as much attention to that because, you know, I just was aloof. And in the years since, I've paid more and more attention. If you, <laughs> if this is not your cup of tea, just I'll be done in here in just a, just a moment. Um, but I, I think... Like I said, the the best way I can describe it is feeling both appreciative and guilty at the same time uh, during during this conflict. And this conflict does not have a it doesn't have a what am I trying to say? It's not without its culture jacked impacts. Because here on Culture Jacked, uh, if this is your first time on the podcast, wow, this is. <laughs> This is not the typical broadcast. Um, if this is your first time on the podcast, typically we like to talk about video games and we talk about movies and we talk about technology. And this this war, this Russia-Ukrainian war that has Belarus now involved and, and many, many countries across the world uh, levying sanctions on Russia, this war... Uh, does not have its ramifications when within that world, within the culture jacked kind of sphere, uh, not, not sphere of influence, but uh, sphere of fascination, I guess, because uh, big tech companies are, along with the sanctions, they are removing like products from Russia. Uh, the the Apple, Apple iPhone is no longer going to be available in Russia. That price is going to skyrocket, and that's superimposed with a dramatically dropping ruble, the Russian currency over there. And I, I did see something on the internet that said the ruble is now worth less than a Roblox Robux. Robux, the, the in-game currency for Roblox. It's worth less than a, a V-Buck in Fortnite. Um, it's worth less than a, a penny right now. Uh, it's, the Russian economy is in free fall. So, you know, they're taking Apple phones out. Um, Microsoft is not going to be selling games or consoles over there. I think Sony has made some similar statements. Um, big movies that are coming out and uh, have come out are going to be pulled. Um, of course, there's, you know, been gas and oil companies that have removed their interests from Russia, losing millions, billions of dollars and in some cases becoming insolvent because of their, their dramatic and quick exit from the nation state. So there's a lot of things that are happening. Like they don't get to see Batman or Sonic the Hedgehog 2 or Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness like we get to see. And it may seem like such a, a petty, insignificant thing. And I know Vladimir Putin does not give a, a hot damn about going to see the Batman in theaters, but his people do. And 
I mean, they're out there protesting against the war as well. I mean, on the tech side of things, if you if you look uh, Facebook and Twitter, there have been new laws imposed in Russia to effectively ban those uh, social media websites and those social media apps to prevent the Russian people from organizing, to protest, to prevent uh, information and propaganda. And we are being hugely propagandized from every side right now. There is not only a ground war and an air war and shellings and bombings and nuclear power plants that are catching on fire, but there is a war of information going on right now. And whether it's the ghost of Kiev or, or President uh, Zelensky in Ukraine, uh, his heroism and the myth that is building around him, there is a, a, a real uh, contest of, of media and, and information. And several media groups, uh, the BBC, CNN, they have pulled their correspondents out of Russia because anything that is not state-run media over there uh, is now going to be prosecuted as a crime, um, which is is bananas. We are about to go, we're about to go dark in Russia because of it. And so, I, I just think, you know, if the bombs were to fall right now, I would have so many regrets. Um, and I know you're not supposed to live with regrets, but everyone does. Like there's so many things that I wish I could have taken back or I could have said relationships that I have soured. Um, there, there was amends that I was going to make with so many people. And if you're one of those people, I, I'm, I'm sorry I didn't get to make amends uh, with you. But this isn't going to be my last podcast. That's it. That's enough. <clears throat> That's enough on that side. <laughs> that side of things. Now, this is what happens when I'm not scripted, when I don't have an opportunity to uh, kind of write things out. Yes, it saves me a lot of time. And I just threw up the microphone and decided to record a podcast. I actually, this is the second podcast that I have recorded. And it, um, it, (laughs) the first one, if you, if you can believe it was a lot more doom and gloom. Like, I do a a fair amount of doom scrolling. I want to stay up to date. I want to stay abreast of the situation and, you know, be able to calm the nerves of the people around me. This And this doesn't seem like that at all. I understand. I get it. I get it. But I am an anxious person by nature. Like, like naturally, I'm very, very anxious. I I am supposed to be taking anxiety medication, but I've never been a medication-taking kind of person, so I have it but I've yet to yet to start properly and kind of stick to a a medication regime. Get on your medication, Dustin. Jesus Christ. Anyway, this is the culture Jack podcast and we're not talking about that stuff. Apparently the Batman's really good. The Batman is really good. Oh, that's another thing I wanted to talk about. Um, Ukrainian conflict aside with Russia, uh, Anthony, you might've noticed he has, he has been in absentia. For a couple of weeks and he's going to get, get on and, and uh, do a podcast episode uh, talking about what he's been up to. But I want to I want to just say if you want to find Anthony, he's doing some really, really cool stuff on another venture that he has. It's actually been going on for a while. I think he might have mentioned it once or twice on the podcast, but he's kept it very hush hush. So I'll do some I'll do some broadcasting for him. If you haven't checked him out on 
on TikTok, on YouTube, on whatnot, and Facebook at Breakout Daily. And I'll leave a link uh, in the description of this podcast episode. He does some really cool stuff with like comic books and collectibles, and he's buying and he's selling, and he's talking about what is being very well represented within the comic book uh, community right now, and like who the scam artists are and who the the people are that are really trustworthy and stuff like that. Like, um, yeah, really interesting stuff when it comes to comics. And I know he's talked about comics several times on his episodes, Monday Madness. Um, but I just thought it's important you go, go follow him if you, if you miss him, because I know you do. <laughs> what else, what else is going on in this culture jacked unscripted episode where I've given you all existential crisis. And that's not my intention. My intention is not to do that. It is to help you not feel guilty like myself, but appreciate what you have. Well, you have it. What a luxury it is to be able to see through eyes and smell through noses and taste on your tongue like that. That's cool shit. Like we are, we all have sentience right now. And that's awesome, like to have consciousness. So anyway, don't feel guilty, but be appreciative. And what else is going on? I did a couple of podcast episodes over on the Freaky Deaky Pod. Uh, I'll leave them in a link as well. Those are really fun. We talked about time travel. Good friend of mine, Christian. Uh, We... We had some, what I feel like at the time was very witty banter, but then if I, you know, rewind my thoughts in my head and get self-conscious and, and start thinking, wow, that was embarrassing. You shouldn't have said that, Dustin. That wasn't, it was terrible, but it was, it was a lot of fun. So those episodes are all out now. They came over, they did an episode on our podcast a couple episodes back called the, the Deaky Boys. I think I, I titled it. What am I going to title this one? the end of society. <laughs> I'm going to title it uh, Nuclear Holocaust. I'm going to uh, title it uh, Apocalypse Now or maybe later. I don't know what I'm going to What am I going to title this thing? There's another show coming out on Amazon right now. It's um it is The Boys. The Boys something subtitle I can't remember what it is, Uh, but it's an anthology animated show, which if you are familiar with, you know, the Animatrix or more more recently like Love, Death and Robots, it is a bunch of different animators or different studios getting together to create short stories within a certain universe. And in this case, it is the boys universe, which is one that I love where superheroes have been incorporated And they are mouthpieces for giant corporations. And they're not all, you know, as as golden boy Superman as, you know, the classic DC or Marvel characters are. So that's kind of cool as well. Um, What else is going on? I think that's about it. Triangle Strategy came out recently. Elden Ring came out. Everyone seems to be having a lot of fun with Elden Ring, and I have not played it yet. I haven't played really any any Souls games yet. That from software, they make some hard games, and so I'll get into it. I'll get into it like everybody else. It's open world. It's an open world Dark Souls style game, which 
by all accounts, are very hard, but I do love open worlds. And I think this is, it, at least it looks like to be a once in a decade kind of game. It looks like a legend Breath of the Wild kind of game changer kind of game. I mean, really, with these games, these kinds of games, Elden Ring, uh, Legend of Zelda, Horizon, Forbidden West, I feel like they expand not just a specific gaming genre, but they expand like what is capable in this art form, in this medium altogether. And so I love that. I love that. I'm looking forward to playing Elden Ring. Um, I've been playing Death's Door. I played a little bit of Cyberpunk 2077 since the update, but there's a thing about Cyberpunk 2077 that I've got to let you know, and it's the aiming. Like, I know a lot of first-person shooters, on console especially, have adjusted the aiming so there is an auto-assist or an auto-aim that helps you move more naturally. Otherwise, the controllers would be ungangly. It'd be unmanageable. And I don't feel like Cyberpunk 2077 has nailed down that aim-assist slider. Like, I have it at max, and it doesn't feel like it's doing anything and so a lot of the gunplay can be very frustrating for me looks beautiful i'm not playing it on my great tv but i am playing it on my on my great uh xbox so that's pretty that's pretty neat um like i said death's door that's a good one triangle strategies coming out we got moon knight at the end of this month once we once i come back proper uh at the end of this break at the end of march april 1st I will be putting together a uh, Moon Knight on today's episode. And hopefully I'll be keeping up, up with that week to week. I can't make any promises. This one week of podcast thing of unscripted podcast is kind of nice. I mean, it feels kind of nice for me. Um, but maybe for you, you're like, all you did was talk about nuclear war for 10 minutes. And um, the conflict between, between European nation states. And that stuff's really interesting, too. Like, I'm over there on Beams, which is an app where you can have, like, mini podcasts and, like, a, a small conversation with other people, little audio clips that you can then add on to. Um, so if you want to come over there and talk to me about, like, you know, sanctions and NATO and mutually assured destruction and nuclear weapons and Ukraine and Russia and Vladimir Putin, and Joe Biden, and all, all the rest, let's go talk about it over there. That'd be kind of fun. I mean, we can do it. Maybe I'll just go over there and start one right now. But I'm uh, at Dustin Culturejacked, I think, is my username over there. Oh, shit, that's linked in my link tree as well. Just go to the description, go to the link tree, and check out all of that. Oh, <laughs> I think that's going to be it. I The other one that I recorded, because I did record another one, like I said, that sent me spiraling into a existential crisis, that sent me spiraling into a, a doom scroll kind of kind of way it was like 35 40 minutes this is about 20 minutes this isn't bad no music i'm not putting any music on it god damn it check us out at facebook twitter or instagram at culture jack you can send us an email if the if the world ended today let me leave you with a question. That's, a, that's, that's what I'll do. You can send me an email at culture.collective.x2 at gmail.com. Get a hold of me on Beams. Get a hold of me on those social medias. I've got a TikTok. That's in the link tree, too. You can come look at my face. Look at my dumb face while I talk. Okay, this is my question. My question to you, 
that I'd love to hear your answer to. If the world ended today from a nuclear destruction, nuclear winter, and I mean, it ended as, as far as we know. Yeah, there might be a few survivors surviving nuclear winters and scrounging for food. But if it ended today, true and proper, and no humans were left alive, what would you be sad that you missed in terms of popular media, video games, movies, books, audio recordings, podcasts, what, what podcasts would you miss? No, strike that. There would be podcasts still going in the uh, nuclear winter apocalypse, and you'd still be able to listen to the culture jacked podcast. So that's what I want. <laughs> I want you to listen to listen to us in the apocalypse that is probably not going to occur. But if it did, like, this is this would be your your choice. You remember in the Fallout games where they had like the um, I don't want to set the world on fire. Like instead of tromping through the wasteland listening to that, you'd be listening to us. You'd be listening to Culture Jack. I think that would be that's a sweet thing to think about. And we're talking about E3 as you're battling super mutants. Oh, my question. I've gotten so sidelined, so distracted. What popular media would you be sad that you missed? And I'm not talking about anything, you know, really, really beautiful, really sweet. Like I'd miss holding my family's hand or I'd miss, you know, playing catch with the dog or I'd, I'd miss, you know, going down to the beach and watching the sunset. None of that, none of that beautiful bullshit. I'm, I'm talking, what would you miss? Like for me as a a medium, as a ongoing series, I would, I would be so devastated not to, not to get to witness the end of one piece by Ichiro Oda. Oh, that would be, that would be heartbreaking. As the nuke fell on my house, I'd say, I wonder. I wonder if they ever found Joy Boy's treasure one piece. Hmm. That'd be bad. And I see that a lot. That's actually a very common uh, retort to a question like that. Or when someone, because I'm, I'm part of all these one piece fan clubs and, um, you know, on, on social media, on Facebook and, and the like, I, I see this one piece stuff. And... One thing that I see oftentimes, and it just breaks my heart when I see it. I mean, this series has been going on for, shoot, 30 years now? Maybe closer to 40 years. I don't know. It's been a long time. There's over a thousand chapters of One Piece. And occasionally you'll see a post that says, hey, guys, I've got terminal cancer. Um, By next week or next month, I'll be gone. And I'm just sad I could not continue on this journey with you, with my crew, with my Nakama and, and finish this adventure and see the end of one piece. And that breaks my heart. I mean, you know, none of that stuff is easy. Like when infinity war was coming out and I think there were stories where, you know, terminally ill, uh, children were able to, were able to see early screenings of it. And I was so happy for them. Um, I mean, I mean, Infinity War, I, I'm happy for him, but goddamn, can you imagine if you ended on Infinity War, you never got to see Endgame. Thanos won? It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But what would you miss? Would you, would you miss, um, seeing the Batman in theaters? Would you miss the E3 announcements? 
that are coming, you know, after all of these big acquisitions this summer should be a banger one. And if you, if I've given you a great deal of anxiety here, that was not my intention. (laughs) It was just on my mind and it's on a break. And so I couldn't control myself because I have no scripted, scripted podcast to, to deliver to you. I don't think the world's going to end. I think we're going to see all kinds of cool things. And I think that you're going to come back next week and listen to another catch up episode. Like that's what we're going to do next week. And I'm probably going to record it all here in the next day or so. So if we are ended by nuclear war and you have survived and you are listening to the culture Jack podcast out in the radioactive wasteland, and I'm talking about being uh, excited about Triangle Strategy as it's the, the real raw successor to Final Fantasy Tactics. And they've used a lot of the same art style and the storytelling is amazing. And they've woven this incredibly romantic saga in this new game where you get to be judge, jury, and executioner. And if I'm talking to you about that while well, you're scrounging uh, through a, a, a burnt out grocery store or pharmacy to collect antibiotics for your survival group... Well, then so be it. And that's <laughs> that's how we'll go. I appreciate you guys stopping by and checking it out. Reminder, please check out uh, Freaky Deaky. Check out the Breakout Daily to see what Anthony's been up to. Uh, he's been busting his ass over there, as is per the usual. Um, but that's it for the episode today. Uh, thanks for tuning in, and we will see you uh, next week. <laughs>